Hi, hello. Welcome to the episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is December the 31st, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. Um, let me see here. Let me just go right into the recap from the other night. I um, got to go out, see my friend perform. Uh, shout out to Star Silk. Uh, it was nice to go to, uh, it was Radio Artifact, uh, it's like an attachment to Urban Artifact, and uh, they just like had like a, it wound up being like this art exhibition gallery kind of thing with music, um, I think they called it like Ain't No Ain't Your New Year's Eve Party or something like that, it was really cool, I really had a good time, got to see some friends, got to just kick it, got to drink some beers, um, it was a vibe, it was fun. Um, let's see here, but I had a, also, I have a good food corner. We had a redemption at Chameleon, had a nice yummy ass meal. Um, I got, um, a stromboli, pepperoni stromboli this time. I got a cheese, a slice of cheese pizza and an order of fries. And I got to say, mm, it was matrimony. It was great. Like a holy trinity effect. Uh, also I guess beverage too. We can talk that. I usually get a Modelo and like a shot of tequila, something like that sometimes, you know, you know, in this situation, that's what I did. So yeah, it was very good. It was a nice way to start off the night, sat very well in my tummy, wasn't burnt, didn't burn my mouth. It was just so good, so good. Also, I realized too, the strat is the fries. They're very key, I think, because the food comes out so hot. And that's a good problem. Um, But you kind of, since you're so hungry and the food's like right in your face, the fries are kind of a nice thing to kind of cut the time. And I'm I'm realizing that. That's pro strats. Um, Gosh, I'm such a fatty. Uh, Let's see here. Is there anything else I really wanted to cover about the night? No, not really. Um, Let me go ahead and do my startup and then we can get into it. It's our last episode of the year, y'all. We made it. Looks like we made it. All right. Our first story comes from the BBC. Ukraine war. Russia hits back after Kyiv attack on border city. Ukraine has come under attack by Russian airstrikes again, officials say, after two days of major aerial assaults by both sides. Both attacks were con- were concentrated in Kharkiv in the east, but explosions were reported elsewhere. Um, now, the main highlight for me, because you know we, we've kind of covered some of the like the massive explosions from the previous episode, but um. Moscow said it was retaliating against Ukrainian strikes on the Russian border city of Belgorod, Belgorod, yeah, on Saturday, which killed at least 24 people. Um, so yeah, that was big because like that was them saying like, hey, we are going to actually respond to these, you know, this this massive, you know, missile and drone strike that Russia sent out. You know what I mean? And then in response to that. Russia's like, okay, cool, then we'll fucking hit Har- you know, Kharkiv, and you know, it is what it is. Um, let me see if I can find the number here. 
Uh, the regional governor of Kharkiv said that 28 people had been hurt after at least six missiles hit the city near the border with the Russia with Russia overnight. Ukraine's interior ministry also reported damage to 12 blocks of flats, 13 homes, hospitals, a hotel building, a kindergarten, commercial premises, a gas pipeline, and cars. So yeah, um, closing out the year with that. Um, moving on to the next article from NPR. U.S. forces say they killed the boat crews in a Houthi ship attack in the Red Sea. The U.S. military said Sunday that its forces opened fire on Houthi rebels after they attacked a cargo ship in the Red Sea, killing several of them in an escalation of maritime conflict linked to the war in Gaza. In a series of statements, the U.S. Central Command said the crew of the USS Gravely destroyer first shot down two anti-ship ballistic missiles fired at the Singapore-flagged Maersk-Hanjo uh, late Saturday, after the vessel reported getting hit by a missile earlier that evening as it sailed through the southern Red Sea. Uh, let's see here. Then also it looks like uh, the Denmark-based shipping giant Maersk, owner of Maersk Kanzao, said Sunday... It would suspend shipping through the Red Sea after two attacks on its freighter. In light of the most recent incident, and to give time to investigate the details of the incident and assess the security situation further, it has been decided that all transits through the area will be postponed for the next 48 hours. Maris was quoted as saying by the Danish public broadcaster DR. Uh, but yeah, I know that um, ten of the Houthi rebels, ten of the Houthi fighters, were killed. Um, I think essentially the way it went down was they did the missile strike and then they tried to board the ship. And at that point, there was a helicopter, and they fired on um, the 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 boat crew. And I think they killed all three. Or they killed three out of the four, I'm sorry. And then one was able to get away. Um, so, yeah, I mean, in a lot of ways, this is an escalation because this is like, oh, like now that, you know, we have this coalition out here, you know, U.S. is out here in force. Um, you know, they're not just like firing back, you know, just to kind of as a deterrent. It looks like, you know, no, we are setting the phasers to kill. So, yeah, I mean, I do feel like that's an escalation. It definitely makes it worth mentioning and talking about. Also, it's very bold, I feel like, for me. I mean, I get it. Mayor's cast to kind of do this shit in a way. But, I mean, like, it's very bold to be like, hey, you already had enough sense to stop. Take a break. And then you came back. And it's like, okay. Um, you know, now we'll, we'll take another two days and then we'll come back to it. It's like, what do you think is really going to change here? Um, I feel like the dynamics of this this conversation, the conflict going on, you know, that that is extenuating this, I feel like, in some ways, isn't going to change and stop. So, I don't know. It, it it does feel very bold to just say, oh, let's just cut our losses and just reroute. Let's just keep with the reroute, you know? But hey, um, I mean, I get that's why the whole, you know, coalition business, I forget what it's called, International Coalition, there you go, Operation Prosperity Guardian, whatever the fuck. I mean, we'll see how well that keeps going. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is an update, so I figured it was worth mentioning and talking about. Um, from The Guardian is our next article. Queen Marguerite 
the second of Denmark announces surprise abdication live on TV. The Queen of Denmark has announced that she is to abdicate abdicate after 52 years on the throne. Announcing the surprise news to the nation in her New Year speech, Queen Marguerite II said she would step down on the 14th of January, uh, the 52nd anniversary of her accession, ascension, leaving the throne to her son, Crown Prince Frederick. Queen Marguerite, who will continue to hold the title Her Majesty, became queen on January 14th, 1972, after the death of her father, King Frederick the Ninth. Um, I mean, hey, I mean, at least good for her saying, hey, you know, I got to get out while the getting's good. I think she recently had like a back issue, like back surgery and like recovery for her has been tough. She hasn't been recovering as fast. She's not a spring chicken. So she's saying, hey, I'm, I'm going to pass the baton. But I, I got to be real with y'all. Um, anytime we're talking about a fucking monarchy, I, I, I was initially interested in the story because I thought like, um, you know, like maybe there's going to be like a conversation about, you know, it's going to the people or something like that. No, it's like she's just stepping down and passing the baton to another monarch, her, you know, her spawn. Uh, and good for her. Good for her family. That's super cool for that brood that they were able to do that. But anytime I, I, I look at a monarch, think of a monarchy, whatever, I just go, this seems so useless. And it's like, why are y'all y'all here? And I mean, the article goes into some of her cool little exploits or whatever. I think she was like a skier or whatever. You know, I'm not trying to down the lady or what have you. I don't really know her, whatever. But it just seems like the whole kind of institution is kind of dumb. So, you know, it's kind of weird and funny when we talk about these people. But, I mean, I guess shout out to Federic. Uh, good luck out there, new king, uh, whatever. I don't know, man. Um, all right, we have one more thing to cover, and then I'll let y'all go. But you know what that means. I got to take my last break of the year. Okie dokie artichoke. From USA Today, a 17-year-old foreign exchange student is missing in Utah. Chinese parents get ransom note. Police are looking for a 17-year-old foreign exchange student who went missing Thursday from the, from the home he was sharing with his host family in Utah, police said. Police say the teen was last seen at about 3.30 a.m. local time in Riverdale, about 30 miles north of Salt Lake City, according to the Utah Department of Public Safety. Kai Zhuang of China was officially declared missing Friday, and police have reason to believe that Zhuang is being held against his will. Police have told media outlets the department did not immediately respond to a request for comment from the USA Today on Friday. Kai is described as 5 feet, 6 inches tall, 150 pounds, with black hair and dark eyes. It is unclear what he is wearing when he was last seen. Police say he often wears a green jacket. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the couple uh, Now, apparently, there was a ransom note that was actually sent to the teen's parents 
The couple claimed that they received a photo of their son along with a ransom letter. Riverdale Police Chief say Casey or Riverdale Police Chief Casey Warren said in a press conference held on Friday. Um, now this is a I don't know an interesting point to me because officers contacted the host family who were unaware the teen was missing. He said, which that's like a red flag in terms of just like what do you mean y'all didn't know? Like y'all weren't like like he didn't show up to your home. Like I feel like that's that's definitely something that you should be like after. Like, after a curfew, like, you should be worried, concerned, calling that in. I don't know. But, um, uh, you know, I definitely want to keep you guys posted. I think there's a number here, too. Um, anyone with information is being asked to call Riverdale Police at 801-394-6616 or Webster County Dispatch at 801-395-8221. So, yeah, I mean, obviously it's very sad, um... You know, these kind of, you know, situations are very concerning. You know, someone is going missing. I know, I know this has happened a lot. This is kind of highlighted, I think, just because of the element being a exchange student, you know, and a ransom note, you know, that definitely adds, you know, an edge, a drama, if you will. But yeah, uh, that's it for us. That's the end of the year. It's our last episode of this year, for sure. Because we're going to be, you know, coming back at it. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're going to be hitting 2024 as strong as we can. Uh, but I just want to say thank you so much to the people that have tuned in and listened day after day to me rant and rave. Um, I can't say thank you enough. Um, and, you know, it means so much to me. It really does. Because I, to me, I would just do this just to do it, just for my own personal accounting. It's almost like a live journal for me. Not a live journal, but, you know, blog journal, whatever. Um, And I like just having a place to say, hey, this is how I feel about what's going on in the world around me. And um, it just means so much to me to know that there are people who, like, care about what I have to say. So that's... That's nice, and that means something to me. I, I don't want that to just go for nothing, um, you know. So, yeah, whether or not you you actually, you know, subscribe to the Patreon or you, you know, click the buttons or whatever, it really doesn't matter. I just appreciate anyone, even who just tuned in for one time for the one time. That means a lot. So, so yeah, thank you. Um, you know, I'm going to close out the way I start and I finish, you know, my shit. I figured why not. And, uh, you know, hopefully y'all are too. If not, that's okay. You know, hopefully we're just, you're having a good one, you know, whether or not you're closing out this year with me right now, whatever, or, you know, you're listening to this in some future. Um, hopefully it's a good one. Hopefully, you know, there's good news there and whatnot. You know what I mean? But yeah, let me go ahead and I'm going to skip the formalities. Hopefully I see y'all soon for some more good news. I love ya. Bye-bye. Mwah.